deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. following the news you probably just got a nosebleed by now um the levels of stupid are increasing rapidly hasbro creator of the mr potato head has triggered the cancel culture people to be <coughs> upset and it has to be the dumbest shit on the planet just fucking stupid uh, ha- uh, according to the Associated Press, Hasbro created confusion Thursday when it announced that it would drop the Mr. from the brand's name in order to be more inclusive and so all could feel, wel- quote, welcome in Potato Head world. <laughs> That's funny. It also said it would sell a new playset this fall without the Mr. or Mrs. designation that would let kids create their own potato families, including two moms or two dads. But in a tweet later that afternoon, Hasbro clarified that while the brand is changing, the actual Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head characters will still live on and be sold in stores. In a Twitter picture, uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. names are less prominent at the bottom of the box instead of at the top. It, 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 it's manufactured outrage. They just changed the brand to Potato Head, but there is still Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head, and soon to be just a Potato Head. Huh. So yeah, everybody threw a goddamn fit. Yeah, I didn't know that whole beginning part. I mean, at the beginning of it, I didn't give a fuck anyway because I'm just like, it's a fucking potato. I, yeah. Until I see a potato vagina, a potato penis, it's just a potato. And <laughs> I don't know. Have we ever looked at, um, what's that thing? If, there's, if it's out there, there's porn. I haven't looked for potato head porn. I've never looked for that. Anybody want to Google it? Uh, no, we don't. I don't, uh, want, <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> want that in my browser history. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just interchangeable parts, so it just, it's, it's like... Wasn't there a joke in Toy Story where Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head bumped into each other and put on the wrong pieces? Yes. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, they're the same thing. You just, it, 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 it's the accessories that come with it. Exactly. It's not like, it's not like Barbie and Ken. Yeah, I mean... Who doesn't have a dick. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. We, we've all checked. Um... According to um, a, a, state, a tweet they put out, while it was announced today that the Potato Head brand and logo are dropping the Mr. I am proud, pun include, intended, to confirm that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, the company tweeted. The tweet came after news 
of the brand uh, name change exploded on Twitter with people asking if Barbie will change her name next. Has, quote, has, uh, wait, wait, how, how did this go? I think Hasbro needs to drop bro and just be has, another person tweeted. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. You're uh, so clever. That was stupid. Yeah, uh, but uh, glad and LGBTQ advocates also applauded the more inclusive playset. But so it, yeah, it, it's it, 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 it's a big nothing. There was nothing to be upset about. No, and my thing is, I always love when people say they're canceling this. I'm like, did y'all really even give a fuck about Potato Head before this? Yeah, because I, I I don't remember there being a clamor for the Potato Head movie, so I don't I don't see why you're so upset. Mm, it's no, also I don't see. I don't see motherfuckers uh, displaying their Mr. Potato Heads with their X-Men and Spawn figures and their Todd McFarlane horror monster <laughs> figures. Nobody gives a shit about Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, and then the funny thing is, is the fact that it's just the packaging inside. Like, you can just literally be like, oh, we'll just put both, we'll put everything under the sun of accessories in one box and yeah, that's it. I think with the potato head, you you buy it and then you buy extra accessories. My son has one, and we have the Mrs. Potato Head, and I'm just like, oh, it's just a potato that has, you know, woman items such as uh, well, not damn it, you know, it just has items like purses and hair, longer hair. But I had long hair, and I constantly wear a satchel, so you know, (laughs) satchel. (laughs) Got to clarify, it's not a purse. Not a purse. It's a satchel. But yeah, I yeah, you know, I don't I don't understand the the craziness. Alright, Satchel Page. Moving on. After you said that, though, it made me want to see a Todd McFarlane Mr. Potato Head figure. Ooh, with all the chainsaws, blood, and all the details. Get on it, Todd. Ooh, yeah, just going massacre in the Toy Story universe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, Moving on to the other so-called canceled uh, story, the New York Times reports. Oh, excuse that, Ma. Beer. Six, Dr. Seuss books will no longer be published because of their use of offensive imagery. According to the business that oversees the estate of the children's author and illustrator. In a statement on Tuesday, Dr. Seuss Enterprises said that it had decided later last year to end publication and licensing of the books uh, by Theodore Seuss Giselle. I think I'm pronouncing Dr. Seuss's real name. Uh, the titles include his first book, right, Writings Under the Pen Name Dr. Seuss, and uh, quote, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street from 1973, and if I ran in uh, the zoo, published in 1950. I can't read. Give me a minute. Yeah. Beer helps me read. Does it? Does it? To read out loud, yes. Because then I don't become as self-conscious. You're right. You're right. I, I often have to get drunk before I read my child's uh, bedtime stories. Wait, what? No. Uh, <laughs> quote, these books portray people in a way that are hurt and wrong uh, Dr. Seuss Enterprises said in a statement the business said that the decision came after working with a panel of experts including educators and reviewing its catalog of titles Dr. Giselle 
whose whimsical stories have entertained millions of children and adults worldwide, died in 1991. Uh, the other books that will no longer be published are Mr. Elligott's Pool, oh, Mick Elligott's Pool, uh, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. Legit a bunch of titles I've never heard of out of the documentary. Yeah, that doesn't, those don't sound catchy at all. I mean, that those aren't the Lorax or uh, Horton Here's a Hoot or none of them. <laughs> and that's another reason why I'm just like, this is stupid because everyone who's upset is like, can you name me, can you recite me one sentence from any of those books mentioned? Huh? No, exact, because they're not on the top list. They're just random six books that has racist-ass imagery in it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Gazelle's stories are loved by fans for their rhymes and fantastical characters, but also for their positive values, like taking responsibility for the planet. But in recent years, critics have said that some of his works was racist and presented a harmful depiction of certain groups. Uh, yeah. In, um, and to think it happened on Mulberry Street, a character described as a quote, as a quote, a Chinaman, has lines for eyes, wears a pointed hat, and carries chopsticks and a bowl of rice. Editions published in 1970s changed the reference from a Chinaman to a quote, a Chinese man. And in the book, uh, If I Ran the Zoo, two characters from the African island of Yurka are depicted as shirtless, shoeless, and resembling monkeys. Yeah, we don't need to see the, either one of those. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a reason why, you know, you don't do those negative stereotypes. Uh, so I don't end up reading this whole thing. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's worth noting that Dr. Gazelle, Giselle, Giselle, I'm, I'm, I can't pronounce it. G-E-I-S-E-L. Giselle? Giesel, I'm saying Giesel. Giesel, maybe, yeah. Vin Giesel, sorry. Uh, wrote more than 60 books over the course of his long career. Most what? were published under the well-known pseudonym, pseudonym Dr. Seuss, though he also authored more than a dozen other as Theo Lysig and one as Rosetta Stone. Huh. <laughs> I like it. So... Out of over 60 books, six are gone. 10%. Damn, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It it hurts nothing. There's no one. It's like, it's it's six books that none of us have ever fucking heard of. And, and, no, hopefully I'm not stepping on what you're about to say. It's like, his estate is doing this because it's what he it's what he wanted. Yeah, and that's the thing. I thought this was done by like some outside source. No, this is done by his people. Like that's... yeah, his own people did this of their own accord. Nobody's canceling anything. Yeah, if if it's anything, this is a good thing. They're like maybe we should get in front of this, and or maybe we should really really talk about the past that we should really not try to hide it and to put it out there and then to never bring it back up again. But also realize that it did happen. It's not that fucking Yeah. Hard. 
Yeah, that's one of the arguments people are saying. We shouldn't erase history. Mm, if you're going to give a children's book, yeah, you actually want to stop the story to go, and this is wrong because... No, yeah. just enjoy the dang own story so they can go to sleep. Yeah. And you can go to sleep. Is that without, was yeah, without being drunk as shit, you know? It's a thing. <laughs> but... Some people were in their feelings, and they let their names be known about it outside of the fucknuts like Tucker Carlson and all them. Uh, when I just Googled Dr. Seuss, um, I got reviews from this gen- gentleman, Aiden Atkins. Quote, in caps, how dare they? Danny goes into it. Why would they ever cancel Dr. Seuss books? There is, there is one part of this book that could seem racist, <laughs> but it actually isn't. Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, this was when I Googled uh, the Mulberry Street book. Sorry. No. Uh, what's wrong of seeing a, Chinese, a picture of a Chinese man with chopsticks? What's wrong of seeing a picture of a Chinese man eating with chopsticks? I pronounced... Uh, yeah, that's what he wrote. Um... Probably should have did a little more reading past Dr. Seuss. Um, I may be young, but I know a lot about Dr. Seuss. I don't think you do. I don't think no. And, I, <laughs> and I've read a lot of his books. I don't Damn. think you have. I don't think you read. I don't, I'm saying. Just... He doesn't try to be racist, and he never was. I mean, if you if you draw it, it's it's kind of like you try. What what why do they say it like that? Like people have to try to be racist. You're just racist or you're not. There's not mm-hmm. effort, there's not effort involved. You just do it. Yeah, <laughs> you, just, you just do it. Just, and, and that's a, that's a big thing about racist people. They go, I, I didn't. I'm not racist. I didn't try to do something hurtful. No, but you just doing what you does is racist, perpetuating white supremacy, and just shitty. So stop. Uh, to go back to Aiden Atkins, I think it's completely messed up to get rid of a cherished children book that doesn't even show anything wrong. Huh. This makes me think about the future our kids will have. One where they don't have to see racist imagery. I mean, yeah. what's next? Dr. Seuss completely banned? No, because that's not what, what's happening. Thir- 36 people found this helpful. And another one, Michael Rush, whose avatar is a gun. Of course. (laughs) Why would they think a man eating with chopsticks really? Come on, grow up. Soon it's going to be racist to man Corinne's are good with this chicken like that's a compliment i am literally reading what this motherfucker wrote (laughs) Um, uh there has not been any punctuation yet (laughs) um a whole lot of yeah he misspelled really think racist koreans uh, i thought you were trying to say quran yeah that's what i thought too nope That's a compliment, but no, it's no apostrophe. Racist with no T. Yeah, he doesn't know how to spell racist. I think it's with no apostrophe. Racist that I that M 
not I'm without an apostrophe, saying a not mean thing about another race. Racism is saying I hate skin color or something, something like Dr. Souse was a child's dream has who made our sweet side, period. <laughs> Basically, he's going on what the dude said. He wasn't trying to be racist and he's sweet and no, but to call this race, say this is racist is actually what's racist. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, this motherfucker went on one. I think he was posting that with the help of his friend, Jack Daniels. Um, no, nah, I just think this motherfucker was stupid. Apparently, he didn't even read the Dark Six books. Um... Um, let me try to find where a let. What if a white? He spelled American A M E R A C N. American. With no capital. What if a white American man or woman? Then that's not race. What the fuck are you even saying? No one knows what racism means. If you did not know what. That is, it's insult unless there's religion. I'm done. Wow. Three people found that helpful. <laughs> <laughs> the three people that could somehow translate that, I guess. Holy shit. And I, don't, I also don't get, and, and this, this is an argument that, like, separate from even this issue that always comes up where people think, oh, it's racism because skin color. It's this or that. It's like, no, it's not just about that. It's about you. Like you said, it's like you like supporting white supremacy. Like everything else is the other, white is the default. So you treat everything else as inhu- inhuman and different. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. When That's when you white supremacy. That's racism. Like if you create a black character who's a, not a nice person or like a villain, that's not racism. No. That's that's like a fully realized person, but when you create these stereotypes, like that look like animals or look like you know the typical, you know, they speak a little jive. The the typical like racist image from the past, then yeah, that's bad. They seem to not get the concept that racism is more than surface, right? Then they can't seem to see things more than surface. Speaking of cancel culture, too, uh, Bill Burr was on some podcast <sighs> where he uh, defends uh, Gina Carano saying she was nice to me and heck, she made a bad tweet, lost her job, what, cancel culture, blah, 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 blah. Never mind, she made repeated offenses, including tweeting support of the fucknuts that raided the Capitol. Right. Yeah, and she was given multiple chances by Disney to stop doing and, it. And again, it's not like she had to tweet. It ain't like no. She, it ain't like she had to tweet. The bitch, not they call it bitch, but the woman literally could have just been like, "I'm just not gonna tweet today," because tweeting or not tweeting makes me more money than tweeting does. So I'm gonna just do that. I, I normally stand with people who risk money to stand up for what they believe in but when you believe in falsehoods and hate yeah stupid you're, you're 
what is they're saying now? Uh, people are saying are upset that they're canceling racist imageries. Like, what do they say about your culture if you view these racist images as part of your culture? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the, that's the argument with the um, Confederate flag. You can say that it's, you know, about your heritage, but your heritage includes um, the deliberate destruction of another race. And you can try to go around that, but your man's, I forget the general who commanded the Confederate Army was like, nah, this is about slavery. So, you know. Yeah, their own people. Yeah. Well, when they talk about the history of the country and saying we're trying to rewrite it, and we go, no, we're showing you the actual letters written by your heroes. Yeah. As proof. Yeah. They I wrote mean, this. Yeah. This is historical documents saying yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, there's also even I forget, uh, what General Lee said. He doesn't want to have statues of himself. And then they gave mm. him statues. And it's like the nigga said he don't want statues because why are you honoring something with like a war? And we, I mean, we've gone into the whole reason for those statues, too. Like yeah. that, yeah. that, that yeah. was designed to scare, scare the freed, the freed black people. Yeah, mm-hmm. to put them in their place, and and why a bunch of them popped up around the 1940s was to remind us of our place. Yeah, yeah. yeah 1940s. They put up the majority between 40s and 50s. They put up the majority of Confederate statues. And it wasn't this the time when uh, black folks was coming back from World War Two, saving, you know, doing their thing. Shit. And then if you got caught in your uniform, you were beaten. Yeah. So yeah. killed. Yeah. Yep. And this and and this the war that brothers wanted to fight in. You know, they wanted to show that we were good Americans. But, yeah, you know. and, and they don't like when you get into how bad we were treated then. Oh come on, you. There's no such thing as systemic racism. Oh yeah. Well, here's the paperwork by the people who created the law saying that this is what they were doing it for. There's physical documentation. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been getting into a lot of war stuff lately. Like, I read this wonderful comic book by Max Brooks, the creator of the zombie guide, survival guide. Oh, okay. And he just goes about, like, how this World War I soldier, like, you know, he won this medal of like did some incredibly brave shit like damn near died took out a couple Germans and when he came back home they wanted him to talk about how the the United States fighting spirit and the brotherhood of war came together and defeated and he's like nah them motherfuckers are racist than a motherfucker to me um, they 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 can't and, yeah and then they arrested him they're like nah you can't say that shit nigga even though you've saved and got a purple heart no actually they gave him a purple heart after his death years later but still it's just like. Y'all want him to talk about how the good the army was, but in actuality, he got on stage and then was arrested for telling the truth that, nah, um... No, they did white... horrible shit to black soldiers yeah. from World War Two, And yeah. one, and Vietnam, and Pickle and... War. Oh, God, in Vietnam. <laughs> and and, and then what they did to the Filipino people. Whenever a U.S. base opens somewhere, we're going to do some horrible shit to the people that live there. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Imperialism. That's a whole other story for another day. That's a yeah. I just yeah. I was talking about past and shit. I I been watching a lot of war, and it's not. It's never good for black people, or um, anybody, or anybody. But 
That was impressive. <laughs> Japan asked China to stop anal swabbing uh, its citizens. Nigga, what? Wait, what? That was a segue for your ass. The BBC reports, Japan has asked China to stop taking anal swab tests for COVID-19 on its citizens when they <laughs> enter the country. When they entered the country? Yeah. Uh, some have complained that the procedure caused them, quote, psychological distress. I, w- I would say so. Look, you want to do what? No, you know what? I'm going back home. No, thank you. I'm good. So, so you China. want to use that Q-tip on where? <laughs> China, which has largely brought the virus under control, started carrying out anal swabs in January. Last week, it denied it had required U.S. diplomats to undergo such tests after U.S. media reported some had complained about the procedure. I mean, yeah, man. Is it bad that I hope that it happened to some Trump appointees? Is that bad? Is that is that wrong of me? No, not at all. Uh, quote, some Japanese reported to our embassy in China that they received anal swab tests, which caused great psych- psychological pain, <laughs> Chief Cabinet Secretary Tatsunobu Kato said. I mean, it's just a weird situation to be at your desk and a motherfucker comes in and is like, spread your cheeks. Well, no, this is them entering the airport. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said the, at the uh, embassy. Oh, no, no. This oh. is them entering the country. Yeah. Oh. Then they go to the embassy going, these motherfuckers was all up in my ass. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, that's rough. It was not known how many Japanese citizens received such a test, he said. The tests are used on some of those quarantined or entering China. Uh, he also said, not- noting their use, quote, has not been confirmed anywhere else in the world. China has not so far responded to the request, he said, <laughs> adding that the Japanese government had made the request through the embassy in Beijing. Ah, that's right. That's an awkward conversation. Um, the the f- tests involve inserting a cotton swab of three to five centimeters, that's 1.2 to two inches for us Americans, into the anus and gently rotating it. <laughs> like you're turning on your car. <laughs> Get your motor running. Uh... Oh, no. A 67 Chevelle. <laughs> uh, Vice.com reports two men drinking beers on an inflatable mattress off the coast of Western Australia became stranded at sea on Saturday when the wind picked up and dragged them two and a half miles out into the Indian Ocean. Oh, what? shit. Well, I mean, what the fuck did you expect to happen? <laughs> Jackson Perry and Noah Palmer were floating outside Palmer's Oceanside House, oh, so they were looted, in Mandura, just south of Perth. That's in Australia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with an esky full of beers when they noticed they were drifting even further from shore. No! <laughs> they looked up in a drunken stupor like, the fuck is your house, bro? The two friends originally <laughs> intended to hover around 50 meters from land, but soon found that the wind was pushing them several hundreds and then thousands of meters out. Think, bro, is that a shark? 
<laughs> I just want to know at what point do you start getting a little worried? Like, at, what, like, <laughs> at how many meters away from the house are you like, uh-huh. yeah, this is, this is not good. It's like, man, these beers must be really good because I can't see anything. I just see horizon. <laughs> I, just see, I just see the curvature of the earth. <laughs> we couldn't paddle against the wind and we just kept going further and further out, Perry told uh, oh. Sunrise. Oh, shit. Media. We, we only aimed to be 100 meters offshore and before we knew it, we were out to sea. Uh, use an anchor or a rope next time. Jesus. Yeah, that's uh, it's how anchors work. That's what anchors are doing to the fore. All we knew is that our friend Tex was 30 or 40 minutes away, and we were just hoping he'd find us because all our phones were dying, and we were kind of getting worried at that point. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's... Yeah, they were probably too drunk to swim. Yeah. yeah. I imagine us in that situation, and I immediately turn to cannibalism. So uh, I just want y'all to know we should. We're only two meet. What we do? We immediately turn into cannibalism. I Making gotta matters worse was the fact that the mattress was full of holes, and gradually <gasps> began to sink. Niggas <laughs> were dumb. They did not plan anything properly. Forcing Palmer to jump off every ten <laughs> minutes and reinflate it manually. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, they're dumb. Well, time to reinflate. Let me jump in the water, drunk as hell. Volunteer rescuers eventually received their call to help. Tex was the first to respond, arriving on a jet ski with another friend, Ruben, to rescue the strandees. And to point and laugh. <laughs> you know he did. <laughs> Ruben spots this thing out, way out in the ocean on the horizon, and goes, I think that's them. <laughs> Uh, I go out, I go, surely not, says Tex, and there's no way they're that far out on a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they were adrift like three hours. Wow. You know, I would have I hate y'all motherfuckers already. I literally, once we were like, uh, once I saw we couldn't pedal, I would have just swam. Before it became too late. I mean, yeah. Because I'd, I'd ate you. Look, I saw the movies, nigga. Somebody's got to get eaten. That's how we get... That's how one of us gets an Oscar. That was the plane crash, not the... Not the... <laughs> not anybody on a boat. How we get... What? Wait. Wait <laughs> did, a minute. How does did, the Academy Award come did, into this? Did that man who cut off his arm not get an Oscar? I don't know what I, he's talking about. That was, a, that was a guy climbing a mountain. Yeah, He was but, climbing a mountain by himself. But, he was by himself. That's why he had to cut his arm off. They will give me an Oscar for the heart that I provided. I gave them a story of human sacrifice. That, that, will, sacrifice put you, that, will, put you, that will put you in prison so you would not get an Oscar. I did it for survival. One you of were you only die. gone two hours. One of you, I need an Oscar. I'm you, not a great actor. Someone you, you, would you have to die. You had snacks still. Yes, you were a snack. <laughs> like, sir, there were chips still on the, still on the mattress. Uh, shit happens. You does, do you does, does chips get you an Oscar? Does, <laughs> do, no, it doesn't. Do you do you meet what's his name? What's what's that guy's name? Who did disaster artist? Oh, God. Yeah. 
Do you meet him? No. Is it James Wolf? It's not James Wolf. It's not. It's Moving not James. No, Candle, no. Is it James Gandolfini? Fox News reports a Seattle woman got more than she bargained for when she brought a crochet kit at a thrift shop and discovered discovered a kilogram of cocaine. <laughs> I kept that the- shit. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but that is a uh, that has been my dream ever since I knew how much kilo of cocaine was going for. How much is a kilo of cocaine? Going I have for? no idea, but I know the drug dealers around my old neighborhood would get very excited. So I mean, if I grab one and be like, "Here's a kilo of cocaine," I know I can at least get a couple hundred dollars. A couple hundred. <laughs> I mean, a couple hundreds of. I mean, I don't know. Look, I just know it's free money, and cocaine is amazing. The woman purchased the. The kit to crochet animal hats around, <laughs> around three. P- <laughs> I hadn't read the story. <laughs> she wanted to make hats for animals. That bitch around three p.m. Sunday in the city's uh, Greenwood neighborhood, the Seattle Police Department uh, said in a news release. But when the crochet hobbyist opened the kit, she found a suspicious package that was encased in uh, yellow rubber with, quote, 100% written on the outside. <laughs> That's 100% pure Colombian? <laughs> the items also gave off a, quote, odd odor. Well, she sniffed the shit out of that, didn't she? The woman immediately called the police. Why? Lies. Lies. Who seized <laughs> the suspicious package and later confirmed it, can, it contained one kilogram or... 2.2 pounds of cocaine. I forgot how much kilo. This bitch gave her 2.2 pounds. Good, 100% Colombian. Yes, it was one kilo. It wasn't three. Wait, do you know somebody with three kilos? No, I'm just... Police, just, said, oh, police wow. did not say how the crochet kit and narcotics ended up in the thrift shop. A similar incident occurred in Arizona on Sunday... When parents bought their child a toy glowworm at a thrift shop and found a sandwich bag containing 5,000 pills of suspected fentanyl inside. I mean, I don't really... That could have gone horribly wrong yeah, in so many terrible, ways. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, in related news... Is there more cocaine and drugs at children's toys? <laughs> Fox News reports... Owners of a home in Arizona were gathering in their backyard on Sunday when they unearthed a disturbing find. A duffel bag filled with guns, authority said. The homeowners discovered the bag filled with rusted rifles and handguns while digging a hole near the fence in their yard to plant a tree. The Phoenix Police Department said. After realizing what the bag contained, they immediately called the police because you did not want to catch a body for some shit somebody did nope. a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. The homeowners handed over the guns to detectives who will investigate whether the firearms were used in any uh, crimes. Huh. Neighbor Yajaria Enriquez told Fox 10 Phoenix that the discovery was, quote, nerve-wracking, but also left a lot of questions unanswered. I mean, not it really. created questions. Yeah. I mean, I don't see any questions of this. It's like, oh, some motherfucker buried Why'd you bury him there? Had to be a reason. P- 
possibly the previous homeowners. I mean, like, I'm thinking, like, what about the people who lived there before you? I mean, left, not... left questions unanswered just means they're, they're not going to bother to do their job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this was a neighbor, not the police. Oh, okay. The family has lived in the home for the last four years. Before then, it had been rented out to a series of individuals. Including, <laughs> including the NRA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, da da. We'll do one more story, then we'll talk about some nerd shit. Sure. And then one more story. Cool. Fox News, uh, Fox Four now from Southwest Florida reports. Here comes Florida man. A man sprayed pepper spray on a plane at Southwest Florida International Airport, causing several passengers to get off. Oh, shit. The Transportation Transportation Safety Administration, TSA, confirmed with Fox 4 its agents missed the canister of spray during a pre-check. Yeah, wait, several questions. How the (laughs) fuck do you miss a can of of nice? They could be on keychains. Uh, okay, yeah. These bastards had me throw away eyeglass cleaner, so I'm, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> you can't, uh, you can't man, catch pepper huh? spray? Come on. Come on. The man carrying it was able to board United Flight 1061 to Newark, New Jersey on Monday. So going from Florida to New Jersey, yeah, that was just a flight with some bound to be shady. Joseph Grande tells us, the plane was already in motion and they were getting ready to take off when people around him started coughing. He said it wasn't long before he started feeling a burning in his throat. Everybody started coughing and during COVID, everybody starts looking around. I grabbed my mask, said Grande. Why wasn't Why not on the first place, you jackass? Coming from Florida. You're right, you're right. Uh, one gentleman in the exit row, which was like two rows in front of me to my left was like, Oh, I accidentally hit this thing on my keychain, So it was on a keychain. Yeah. I don't read these stories anymore. Uh, TSA tells us people are given the option to get off the plane. We're given the option to get off the plane or to ride it out. Grande and his fiance has asthma, said his fiance has asthma and they didn't want to risk it. Me neither, shit. No. She was still coughing. I still felt it. I was like, this isn't going away. So that's when we decided to hop off. Yeah, so that was, that, yeah, that had to have been exciting. I also think that would, like, pre-COVID, that would have freaked people out because they would have thought it was some sort of, like... Nerve agent. Or something. Ner- yeah, like some sort of terrorist thing. But then it's also like, imagine being on that plane. Oh, it's a terrorist. Wait, we're going to New Jersey? Oh, what's <laughs> <laughs> no doing anything? Oh. Um. So, did you guys watch Mind Division? No. Yes. No. Yes. Maje, are you planning to watch Mind Division? No, I actually want to know what happened if you want to enlighten me. I, I do know. I, I know. I do know it's Agatha, and I'm like, oh. So yeah, yeah. That. that was spoiled right away. Even the Dancing Bobby Schmurda page spoiled that right away. Yeah. The next morning, they posted Bobby Schmurda dancing to the It's Agatha All Along song. 
Oh, like, God damn! Everybody's spoiling this shit. That, I'm I, glad. I'd seen it already, though. I'm glad I didn't. I haven't been checking social media before watching those episodes, because yeah, people people have been really bad about spoilers. Because uh, this one is one where everybody's trying to figure out what was going on. I, in my opinion, I thought it was the simplest answer, but everybody thought, "Ooh, the X Men are coming," or "Ooh, Mephisto's going <laughs> to show up," or "Ooh, whatever." No, it was Wanda dealing with the trauma of losing everyone yeah. in such a short period of time. Yeah, and not not getting any resolution. It's like just because they beat Thanos doesn't mean that she gets any resolution to any of that. No, no. And as we have pointed out on this show before, the Avengers are terrible friends. <laughs> yes. They do not take care of each other psychologically. They are not supportive. Tony's having a nervous breakdown. They're yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> like Bruce fell asleep during his Iron Man 3 story <laughs> yeah. yes. like, like, dude he's talking about all this he almost died nigga I almost died several times that 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 she was alone after all that yeah I'm like okay who was left that could have been a friend why didn't she go live with the Hawkeye family why? Well, well, they, they, well, Clint. Wow, <laughs> he needed his own healing. I mean, she, she worked with Sam. She worked on the same team with him. I'm sure they had some interactions, but maybe he was. I don't know what the timeline well, is for the next show. So we, well, Falcon and Winter Soldier starts later this month. I know, but but I don't know when that takes place. So they, they most likely immediately jump into the back into the fight. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. So, black man is now Captain America. So depending on what's go- what's going on with him, maybe that's already done by the time WandaVision happens. I don't know, but yeah, they're like nobody. Nobody thought to check on her and see if she was okay. Yeah, we're okay, Bruce. You're, he's nurturing. Hawkeye. Uh, well, well, Pepper could have came in. I'm like, come on, stay with us. Well, Bruce kind of had to deal with the fact that his girlfriend died. I mean, they. Had a relationship in Avengers too, but it, no, they didn't. Not really. It, it never came. About. She touched his hand and made his green boner go down. I'm I'm still a Betty Ross fan. I, yeah. I am I'm still hoping for Betty Ross to come back. So the Hulk is a boner. I mean, don't you get angry? And, you know, doesn't it get? I have never yell? got a rage boner. What the fuck is wrong with you? So you've never <laughs> yelled an erection into existence? No. <laughs> The lies. The lies. Oh my god, and we need to talk after this show. Man, that would make the inhumans really weird. It's like Oh god, it's like damn. Yeah. <laughs> Black Bolt screens, get a Jones, everybody dies. It's like that one dude from Super Friends, the Native American dude, and not who screamed at that truck and got bigger. But my penis. Apache Chief. Ah, there you go. But a patchy penis. <laughs> Speaking of which, how did they get away with that? In the I don't fucking know. That was so fucking racist. <laughs> a he wore chief? fucking long Really? Like... Really? Apache <laughs> Chief. That's the name you're going to give your only Native American character. Okay. Sure. Why not? <laughs> that, <laughs> that, yeah. You can't throw a punch in the cartoon, but that gets past practices and standards. Okay. Go straight through. Apache Chief. Pete. Um... Now, it's loincloth, so you know. 
they, how, did, how did his clothes get big too? I didn't. I didn't get that. It was a casual clothes, so he never could change out the loincloths. So even Comics. in nineteen in nineteen eighty five, he was like, I still got to wear this fucking loincloth because if I can get big, my, my clothes shrink ridiculous out there and shit. Mm. So, you know, a Apache chief, chief just wants pants. That's all. Yeah. Um, Harvey Birdman had an episode with Apache chief. Yes. He yes. Hot coffee on his drink. And then at the end, he's, he gets a little bigger because the girl had big old titties. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. So. He couldn't get an erection, so he sued Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> but then also, how did he get that erection, Elliot? What did he, uh, what did he do? He and screamed it, it. He screamed an erection into existence. My, my favorite thing was uh, Black, Black Vulcan saying that he actually called himself Supervolt. Yeah. But it was Aquaman's <laughs> idea to call him Black Vulcan. Right. Oh yeah, why don't we call you Whitefish? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to rebench Harvey Birdman. Uh, <laughs> that show was great. Or the episodes where Yogi and Boo Boo were Yes. Oh, that was just disturbing. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what did they do? I forget that. They, they they referenced Jagged Edge at the end too. Yeah. Um uh, uh like Boo the musical Boo group? Boo Boo was a serial killer. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the musical group Jagged Edge. No, no, no. The movie the movie. <laughs> Let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great. You know, black um, they, they weren't bad. Uh, uh, <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed WandaVision and it it, it it did what Iron Fist tried to do and explore trauma. But You're right. Yeah. It lost trauma and, and abuse. Well, not so much abuse, but still, it did it and it did it very well. And also, visions back. Yeah. Wait, how so? I don't. I didn't see it. So explain. You this. have to. Oh, it, I'm not fucking watching it. Part of the story was Wanda created a vision with her power, and yeah. the government, well, no, Sword put together the original vision. They actually fought, and that's when uh probably one of the god damn this show had some great dialogue too yeah that whole the whole conversation between the two visions about the was it the ship of theseus yeah 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 i think that's why a lot of people didn't like it because they didn't get the philosophy and the whole thing and also the whole vision talking with uh wanda after every after she lost pietro yeah he was her only support and she lost him and the Avengers are shitty and it and it, it it did something and we were talking about this before the show but it did something that I wish Age of Ultron had done with the Banner Romanoff relationship is like show the actual beginnings of that rather than sort of force it into the narrative like yeah. show, showing us like look this is how Wanda and Vision bonded they bonded over the sitcoms so this is why she created the sitcom for them to live in, because this is how they first started their relationship. And it's like, had we got something like that? Also, with, yeah, yeah. Also, those sitcoms were from her childhood. From her childhood, and that's and yeah. she used that to escape like the fucked up nature of Sokovia. Yeah, they're watching "I Love Lucy" while people are getting murdered outside their window. Right. That's Which is dark. like, oh, yeah, dude, the show is amazing, and people tapped out after the first three, two or three episodes. I'm like, no, once you got outside of Wanda's weird little world that she created, that's when the wild shit started. Yeah. And I, I knew they weren't going to be able to sustain, like, oh, every episode's going to be a sitcom. It's like, they're not going to do no, that. Like, this no. is just a way to get get the storyline moving. Yeah, it was 
I'm sorry, kind of obvious. Anyway, in my opinion. Uh, did you guys watch Coming to America yet? Yeah, nope. I watched it. I absolutely loved it. Yes, it's not a great movie. Yes, no. it's heavy on a nostalgia. But I laughed my ass off through the entire thing. Jermaine Fowler was great. I'm familiar with his comedic career. And I'm glad Eddie brought a new comedian out there, giving yeah. him some attention. Uh, the young ladies that played his daughter. They were okay. they were great. Only problem I had with the movie was that needed more of them. Yeah, I want mm-hmm. I wanted to see way more of them. I would watch a series on them. Okay, well, we and there should... were there were some genuine laugh out loud moments for me, like just like ridiculous. Just I mean, I don't think I, I don't think if I'd seen it in the theaters, I may not have enjoyed it as much. No, no, no. But something that you watched at home for free. Yeah, and and for what it was, and like the nostalgia factor, and like the fact that they did do some 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 decent humor, like some decent comedy. It was some, yeah, it was some good humor. Wesley Snipes was hilarious. Um, the only thing that I had troubles like trouble with, and and also suspending disbelief. Those bar- those guys in the barbershop would have been dead. Let's come on. Yeah, they they, yeah. they, they were they were old and, as hell in 1988. Yeah, the preacher. They were old as hell in 1988. They they'd have to be like 130 years old now. But it it, it was a ridiculous premise that I just tuned into and laughed yeah. and enjoyed on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. That sounds wholesome as shit. It is wholesome. It's very family friendly. That's what surprised me too. It's like wow, this is this is actually like not. Don't, like dumbed down or watered down comedy, but it's not as like raunchy as I thought it would be. No. Um, I say watch it with your family, get a good laugh. They do the whole royal bathers thing, but there's no boobies. Right. Um, well, then what's the point? Shut up, my day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and, and white nonsense news. The Daily Dot report the a uh, that vegan teacher who was banned from TikTok several weeks ago is attempting a comeback on YouTube. Wait, the who with the what now? That vegan teacher was a TikToker now going on YouTube, and um, she did this thing where uh, we should stop banning words and more ever banning cruelty. Oh. And she said we should reclaim the word and she. I'm black, I can say it. She had the word nigger laying next to a black doll, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be a positive. Like, what's the... She made it an, an, an acronym. Yeah. And regardless of which... Oh, yeah, naturally intelligent, gorgeous, generous, exemplary, radiant. No! No, bitch. Absolutely not! Absolutely not, ho. <laughs> I can and, and y'all know I, I don't usually use those terms, but I have to say something awful to her. I I cannot speak for all black people, you but I'm gonna name. I'm gonna say no, absolutely not. We're we're not adopting that word. No. no, 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 acronym, no, no. It's like what ails you? What is wrong with you? It's white people thinking racism ain't that bad, but we should ban cruelty to animals it's not just just quote-unquote cruelty though it's like they don't they don't get this it's like racism is systemic it's part it's bred into this country with that 
they no no we just need to pull it's not just somebody being straps. it's not just somebody being mean to you it's not just somebody you know it's the united states government killing all your black leaders and destroying your communities whenever they get prosperous mm-hmm. and yeah. setting up uh, redlining and gerrymandering to make sure you don't get political power mm-hmm. and everything you else they've done that may compound collective trauma our next episode which may be a special episode will be uh, about anti-blackness and how anti-blackness kind of causes black people to not want to support other groups yada 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 stay yeah. tuned for that I mean, Com- voter, voter, v- voter suppression, Vo- voter fucking suppression. You know that's coming. You know that's it's already here, but you know it's coming even more in twenty twenty two. Laws and being blatant about it. Yeah, come on. The whole steal the election thing was them saying black people voted. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Be- because black I- people, black black people flip Georgia for the yeah. first black time. Flip Georgia. Yes. For the first time, probably ever, but especially in like decades. Yeah, mm-hmm. then what was that one city that they wanted to like disregard all the votes and they're like, so y'all want to come to a they wanted to disregard majority Detroit. black city and tell them that they're Detroit. Be... They wanted yeah, to disregard Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to Detroit votes don't count, and that's that's what I mean by Vegas that... and Nevada's vote don't count. That that is racism. Atlanta's that right vote don't count. Mm-hmm. Like, that racism... is systemic racism and voter oppression. And, and, and then that, the, 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 go ahead, I go, go. But no, that like that's more than just saying the N word. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's what they don't get. There is so much more to it. I, I just special think about, episode: the history of anti-blackness. That might be something I have to do. Yeah, we should. But yeah, even the last thing I'm saying is when they were trying to like erase the votes in Detroit, it was like the imagery of. A group of armed white folks going to the, a, a majority black city and tell them that their votes don't matter, that their exactly. voices don't matter. Yeah. And you could say that that's not racist, but like an armed white group goes to a black city that doesn't have guns and you are telling them that they don't matter. And, 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 and the thing is, that's old school voter suppression. That's old school KKK, don't you? Even think about Don't coming to even look at that. Mm-hmm. Do not Damn. even welcome a block anywhere near a polling place. In fact, many... we're going to give you a polling place on the other side of town, and we're going to shut off all public transportation that day. Yeah, and then that's the how many Shit brothers and sisters died? Done. Yeah. And still con- continually do. I yeah, mean, there's that new there's that new bill that we can talk about next week, where the guys that were not collecting um, absentee votes on Sunday. And then they were like, is it because that black people like to do a get out and vote on Sundays? Is yeah, after church. Why? And, and he was like, uh, yeah, that, yep. that's why. Yep. Like I said, my favorite thing about the last election is that even if Trump did win, I was like, 10 toes down, black folks win if we have a fair advantage. And he, I remember people getting upset, and I'm like, no, legitimately. The Republican Party, the dude who created the Republican Party, out of his own mouth said, if everyone was allowed to vote, the Republican Party would lose every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've... Yeah, yeah. yeah. He not created the Republican Party, but, but he kind of... One of the yeah. uh, architects of the current... Ex- yeah, thank you. Thank but you that, that kind of gives you an idea of how terrible a president, you know, the former occupant was, that mm-hmm. even with everything in place you to ensure lost. he still lost. 
And that's why they had that reaction that they did on January 6th. Because they couldn't, they, they needed a participation trophy. They really mm-hmm. did. The New York Post reports, a Baptist minister who came under fire for telling married women to lose weight and look less, quote, butch to please their husband is now eating his words and temporarily stepping down. Shocking. Pastor Stuart Allen Clark of the First General Baptist Church in Malden, Missouri, probably the worst state on the planet, delivered the enthusiastic sermon on Sunday, which included advice specifically for wives in the congregation. Ladies, here's the thing you need to do to know about men. Don't give him a reason to be like this. Distracted boyfriend, Clark began, referencing the popular meme. And (laughs) don't talk about memes in church. (laughs) And his controversial message, which was reported by the site, The Friendly Atheist. But I got this from the New York Post because The Friendly Atheist site is so janky. Why is it so many times that women, after they get married, let themselves go? He questioned. Now look, I'm not saying every woman can be the epic, the epic trophy wife of all like Melania Trump. Ew. I'm not saying that at all. The quote pudgy pastor continued. Yes, that's a good word to describe them. Pudgy. Yeah. Not everyone looks like that. A man? But you don't need to look like a butch either. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Backlash following the a- Friendly Atheist Report prompted First General Baptist Parents Organization, uh, General Baptist Ministries, to issue uh, the statement saying, the sermon included comments that are not consistent with the position of and values <laughs> of their denomination. Uh, I think it's kind of funny that a rather unattractive dude (laughs) just went out there on some old weird white boy shit and said some weird white boy shit. The the funniest thing to me, when when, I think you mentioned the story earlier this week, he there's a picture of him wearing a Wonder Woman t-shirt. Yeah, homie, don't you get it? Anyway. Uh, In his remarks, the minister went on to present a scenario in which a husband and wife enter his office for spiritual guidance, asking how their marriage could be more successful. If you're, if you were sitting in my office, here's the thing I'd say to you. And boy, I hate to say this. This is why I don't do marital counseling anymore. And that is weight control. He professed. Well, yep. There you go. Excuse me. Clark went on to tell, Makeup and perfume as a means to make women less, quote, ugly and stinky. The Christian leader concluded his offensive sermon with the sexist quip. Scientists have discovered, by the way, uh, by the way, a food that diminishes women's sex drive. It's called the wedding cake. Wow. So he hasn't had a date in, in his entire life, I'm guessing. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to think he might be married. He's a Missouri minister, so he's probably... I'm going to say his wife has never had a WAP. Wow. <laughs> it, 
Does She's never had moist. a WAP. Does not get moist. I did not know they were de- deserts in Missouri. <coughs> oh. Thank you for listening to the Enough Supervillains podcast. Hey, talk about that was vagina. Uh, James Franco. James James Franco. Franco. If I eat your ass, I meet James Franco. He plays me in a movie. I get an Oscar. I couldn't think of his name. You want to be played by James Franco? Why? Not really. Not really, but I mean, at the same time, I don't know too many people who's going to want to be Negroes in movies for pigs. Wait a minute. I don't. You know what? Why do you want to be played by a white actor? I don't. I'm just saying. That's an alleged pedophile and abuser. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to meet James Franco anymore. I mean, you got good young actors like uh, Michael B. Jordan and, um, gosh, the dude whose name I always say wrong. Daniel. No, uh, uh, from, uh, sorry to bother you. Oh, 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 I can't think of it now. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of black actors. Uh, Jermaine Fowler, hell, he's he did really good in coming to America and near your age. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't want to, you know, this was before I, I just you know, wanted to meet. My whole plan was to meet James Franco, then to meet uh, Seth Rogen, and then to have a, a smoking party with Seth Rogen. And, um, oh, so it comes, ow, it, ow, it, I got a Charlie horse in my leg. Ow, ow, oh my god, it hurts. Ow, ow, thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. Oh, oh shit. Ow, ow, mother of God. And I do not give a fuck about your pain. <laughs>